This is Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 171, The Quick and the Daft. The Quick and the Daft is a bonus track on special edition of the 1977 album Out of the Blue, released on February 20th, 2007. Recording for the song began in the late 70s and wasn't finished until 2006. In the May 11th, 2007 issue of Goldmine, Tierney Smith wrote, The CD's bonus tracks are only mildly interesting, including a brief up-tempo instrumental the quick and the daft. For many years, digital downloads of the song from iTunes and Amazon were mislabeled as the quick and the draft. I'm not a smart man, but I can run like the wind blows. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And today we're looking at the quick and the daft. I think half of this song applies to me, and I'm not a very good runner, so... I should tell you which half. <laughs> well, I don't think he means quick in the speed sense, but mm. quick as in the uh, comprehensive sense. Oh, so the song title still applies. <laughs> yeah, but uh, nice little instrumental, would-be B-side, would-be interlude, something like that. It's good. It's just too damn short. I actually started going, yeah, this is okay. I like it. And then it, it's over. <laughs> okay, well, that was okay. <laughs> At least it has strings, real ones. So that automatically caught my attention of this is not new. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see this maybe as an interlude someplace on there or something like that, but I can't really see it as its own song on Out of the Blue. Mm-hmm. Out of the Blue's already got a good instrumental on it, which everybody else except me hates. Everybody hates Believe Me Now? No, I'm talking about the whale. Oh, the whale. Where the hell was this? I don't mean bonus track on Out of the Blue Remaster Special Edition or in a locker for 30 years. I mean this kind of production style. Where was this on Zoom? And where is this on the next couple of albums that we're going to have to slog through? This is ELO. This straight up is hardcore ELO. This sounds like ELO. It's got an orchestra. There's a choir in here. It's a big song that swallows you up and just takes you on for the ride and it's really great and it holds your attention and it's a friggin' event. Unlike 21st century ELO where, well, here's a song. 
and that's it. I must have heard this before. I checked out the special editions from the library, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, or something like that, and did some copyright violation by just ripping it from the disc since I was dirt poor at the time. I couldn't buy the uh, songs. And I must have heard it. I don't know why it didn't stick with me and that I completely forgot all about it. In my head, as we were coming up on the song, I thought it's going to be another one of those bland armchair theater B-side Wilbury's Volume 3 kind of retread kind of things. But I listened to it this week and it's a stone cold friggin' awesome song. I friggin' like it. I, I don't like it. I friggin' love it. Yeah, I can see this as a transition or an interlude between a track or two. Maybe even somewhere on Concerto for a Rainy Day. It's wonderful. That whole driving strings and choir thing is great. And then it dips into that dreamy, slow-down middle part there before it jumps right back into it. This is what I like. This is what I want. This is the kind of ELO stuff that I love. Stuff that sounds big and just awesome, and you're just like, holy crap. Not this later stuff where here's your basic rock song. Enjoy. Ah. The only reason I'm underwhelmed by it is just simply because it's too short. It just suddenly is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what gets me is that you're on the roller coaster and here comes the loop and oh, oh, uh oh, something's missing. <laughs> <laughs> and around hey, and we're done. This, 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 <laughs> yeah, and we're and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I see pitchforks. <laughs> well, I'm not going to see angels. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that would be my only beef. You know, kind of like Believe Me Now. Too short. It's so friggin' great, but it's too short. You know, Corey Gomel said a while ago, Hey, Jeff Lynn, how about throwing a bone to your ELO fans and put something that sounds ELO-y on your newer albums? Well, here you go. I wish Jeff would hear this and think, I gotta do this once in a while. Because this is interesting. I don't want to get into Foon or Alone in the Universe because I just listened to them both yesterday, July 26th. How's your insomnia doing? You know, it went away. <laughs> <laughs> this was just friggin' awesome. Short, but friggin' awesome. Kind of like my wife. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, now hey, at least I said she was awesome. Uh <laughs> yes, yes. But that, that's the whole thing is I was really getting into the song and I don't know why he did all the production and everything on this. Mm. Obviously got Lewis Clark to work on it. But with a name like The Quick and the Daft, you know that was just kind of like a placekeeper name. Yeah. And so it really had no intention, at least by the end of putting this on the album. So ah. Uh, I just wish it would have shown up as a B-side. It would have been a perfect B-side to something on there. Yeah, I mean, 20-06, well, early 21st century when this was completed, Jeff was not involved with strings or choir and didn't want anything to do with that, as Zoom obviously proved. So I'm guessing this was pretty much done. I don't know if Jeff did a little touching up when uh, it was time for the Out of the Blue remaster release. But to sit on this for 30 years, because clearly strings and choir weren't added in 2006. True. 
to sit on this for 30 years, I, I don't I don't know if it was like I'm moving on to the next thing and you just kind of forgot that it existed until it was time to look for some bonus tracks or, or what. But yeah, if it's not going to fit on the album, B-side, definitely. Hey, put it on the B-side of It's Over. This way at least it would have been a reason to buy the single. True. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about It's Over. And I completely forgot that it was a single. <laughs> well, <laughs> I only got to number 70-something, so you're not the only one. True. Got something to say about the quick and the daft? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's a quick and the daft. It's a quick and the daft. It's the quick and the daft. Sorry. Throw some cash our way at patreon.com slash ELOPod. For $1 an episode, you can hear episodes a week before they post to the world. At the $2 per episode level, you get expanded episodes heard only on Patreon. Reviews from Don Fields, the Eric's Cover ELO cover songs, or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Hello, this is Dr. Troy, and this week I'm going to try to be a little quick and a little daft. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this, I guess you'd call it segment. I've never heard it before. It's nice. I love the way that it effortlessly, or it seems effortlessly to those of us listening, to keep segueing from the fast part to the slow part. And the slow part kind of reminds me of the main melody of Confusion. So I really like that, and... I don't know why. I haven't seen this movie in a while. But the fast part reminds me of a scene in Mel Brooks' High Anxiety. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not, but in the scene, Dick Van Patten is locked in his car. And the radio comes on and starts to play this song at maximum volume. And it goes something like... I don't know why, but the fast part of the quick and the task reminds me of that song. I'm sure it's serendipitous. I don't think Jeff Lynn ever planned to work with Mel Brooks or ever did, but for what it's worth, that's what it reminds me of. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's not one of Mel Brooks' best films. It's not Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein, but it's got some good laughs in it. So, high anxiety if you haven't seen it. I'll talk to you next week. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? It was completely ninja
awesome. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 172, Latitude 88 North.